0: The biggest challenge people run into with trying to have a balanced life is that they want to fit it all in. It's like the game of Tetris. You have to fit the pieces of your life in a way that makes sense to you. The key is to choose which blocks to fit in instead of just having a big pile of blocks in the corner giving you anxiety. All steps for man. Liftoff. We choose lift to go to the moon, not because they are easy, but because they I are hard. I have loud. a dream. You can't handle the truth. Seven. Six. Five. Four. four three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you. Welcome to today's SuperU Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Kwame, a lot of you know me as Equal Man. For those that have been listening along these weeks, you know that at the beginning of the year, we always give out my Audible version. We always give out snippets of my Audible version of the number one bestseller, The Focus Project, because it's the best time of year for us to kind of reset and refocus on big things versus busy ones. So it's all about how do we get the most out of life and how do we help others as much as possible. So again, glad you're enjoying these episodes specifically around the focus project and how you can focus on big things versus busy ones. So here are some more tips around focus. How about them pineapples? I don't know about you, but when I go to the supermarket, I'm always floored by the outrageous cost of quartered fresh pineapple. Because of this high price, I've been fooled more than once into buying an entire pineapple for $3. I'm paying $3 instead of $9. Once at home, I start coring the pineapple. For anyone who has ever done this, you know it is no easy task. The pineapple is big, tough, and spiny. Uh, Removing the center core is a must next cut the skin but barely the sweetest part of the pineapple is found closest to the skin so keep those brown ringlets on the first cut then v cut them out of course the pineapple juice always seems to find some tiny cut on my hand that stings like the dickens it usually takes me 15 to 20 minutes to cut a pineapple properly in some it's a pain in the ass or a pita so now i gladly pay the extra six dollars to save 20 minutes of my time Avoid a huge headache and have better pineapple, and my hand doesn't sting either. So unless I derive joy from cutting pineapples, I'm better off spending money on the fresh store-sliced pineapple. One side of my brain says I'm wasting money because I can cut the pineapple myself. But the other side says that I'm rightfully buying more time with my loved ones. This shift in mindset brings me joy, allowing me to spend less time on items I don't enjoy And more time with people I do. What is our time worth? If you make $150,000 per year and work 45 hours a week for 52 weeks, minus 4 weeks vacation and holidays, this equals roughly $70 per hour. That's your rate, $70 per hour. It is essential to know what an hour of your time is worth in the free market. Knowing this will help you make decisions more easily, for example, buying sliced or whole pineapples, and more importantly, will allow you to start buying the most precious commodity in the world, time. For example, let's say you don't enjoy staining your outdoor deck. At your value of $70 per hour, what is the cost for you to stain the deck? If it takes you 5 hours, that's $350, that's $70 times 5. Alternatively, you could hire someone to do it completely for $200. If you have the funds and you're fortunate, it's an automatic decision. Hire that person. There is an opportunity cost whenever you devote time to something. The time you would have spent staining your deck is now available. It can be redeployed to create $350. Any bid to stain your deck that is less than $349.99 should be an immediate yes to outsource it. This formula seems pretty simple, but even when we are fortunate to have the funds available, it's difficult to execute. Many of us associate hiring a service to cut our lawn, trim our trees, or clean the house to being lazy. Yet, if I asked someone if buying time was possible, would they make the purchase? Everyone emphatically answers yes. Yes. What we just reviewed is exactly that. You're buying time. We live in an outsourced world. Just because you know how to drive a car doesn't mean you should always rent a car when you travel. It's often more economical to take an Uber, especially when you factor in the time that you could be working on sleeping to recharge while your driver takes you somewhere. Billionaires often employ drivers, not because they're privileged or lazy but because they know they can make more money working in the back of the limousine than driving themselves. Buying time is another way to focus. Outsource everything that isn't essential to what your main focus is as a person, business, or organization. Hey, this is Kelsey with today's five-star review from Austin's girlfriend who loves him. Absolutely loving this podcast. I love that I feel like I learn something new every time I listen. The energy is so positive and always brightens my mood. I enjoy listening to the Super You podcast walking around my neighborhood or when I am running errands in the car. Can't wait to see who is featured next. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Austin's girlfriend. Keep leaving reviews. Blend over balance. We need to strive for harmony instead of balance. We need to understand that pool parties, kids' pajama sleepovers, deadlines, meetings, soccer carpools, leaky pipes, delayed flights, PTA meetings, emails bouncing, and beyond are reality. And reality isn't always neatly organized into airtight compartments. Productivity expert Joshua Zirkel explains a lot of people try or claim that they have perfected balance. But... In reality, they've just drastically deprioritized, so they really are just working on fewer things. The key is to accept reality and then come up with some strategies that prioritize within your blended lifestyle, knowing that's the playing field. The biggest challenge people run into with trying to have a balanced life is that they want to fit it all in. It's like the game of Tetris. You have to fit the pieces of your life in a way that makes sense to you. The key is to choose which blocks to fit in instead of just having a big pile of blocks in the corner giving you anxiety. Circle indicates that instead of determining what to cram into your life, ask yourself what to cram out of it. I personally do this with my creative work. Part of my process when writing a speech, article, or book is to ask someone I trust to cut 25% out. I do this because I'm often too close to the content. It's my baby. And it's difficult for me to cut anything. It's a great exercise for life as well. I had two close friends evaluate each other's lives. Where could the other trim 25% of fat out of their life? Their answers? Todd could lessen or eliminate watching sports, playing video games, watching people play video games, watching fail videos on YouTube, online poker. Caroline could lessen or eliminate amount of time exercising at the gym, binge watching Netflix, time watching HGTV, time on Instagram, excessive compulsive cleaning of the apartment. What does your list look like? Where can you trim 25% to gain 25% or 50%? If our goal is to reach one of the big islands in our life, then why are we constantly picking up the oars and rowing furiously toward the small ones? Chapter Summary The One Big Thing The ability to say yes begins with the ability to say no to almost everything else. It starts with respecting our capacity. Grade B This month was my favorite chapter to write, and it made me better at prioritizing family and friends. While saying no to people I expected was difficult at first, I became better at how I said no. And I also started saying no more often. A no allowed me to say yes in the future to my friends and family. The reason I'm not receiving an A this month is that there is room for improvement. Specifically, I need consistency at blending my personal and business life. This month had a noticeable and positive impact on me and those around me. I'm excited at the possibilities of being better with the individuals who matter most to me. My top takeaways. If it's not an emphatic yes, then it should be an emphatic no. The best productivity tool is saying no. Establish protective guardrails. For example, my 52 night rule. And number three. What would the world's number one dad, sister, grandmother, or friend do? This show is produced by Jake Brin, Maritza Gutierrez, and Kelsey Gomez, and it's made possible by you, our listeners. So thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. Obviously, we have these shows that we do at the beginning of the year. It's the third year we've done it, to where we give you tips and clips from the number one bestseller, The Focus Project, But obviously, we have our regular show. Those are me sitting down with guests. That might be me talking about some late topic that we get a question on, whether that's artificial intelligence, or it could be I get interviewed on another show, or some of our more popular episodes are when we have seven super tips, or we sit down with guests that we interview, or get tips from Elon Musk, from Jeff Bezos, uh, from Miley Cyrus, on down the line. So again, tune in each and every week to the Super You podcast. We're trying to do more than one show a week, so let us know. How that's going but until next time this is your host eric qualman a lot of you know me as equal man reminding all of us it's not what we take from the world it's what we leave behind seven six five four three two one super 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 you